0: And welcome back to my podcast, Charm P3 Forever. So today I'm joined by the lovely Todd Tucker, who, as we all should know, did a lot of the special effects on Charmed and created some of the many amazing creatures. Um, I'm really excited to have him on my show today, and he's going to tell you all about his experience on Charmed and throughout his career. So let's just get right into it. Hi, Todd.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you for having me on your show.
0: Thank you so much for coming on my show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So I'll just start off by asking you, how long have you been in the industry? How old were you when you started?
1: Um, I started like uh, when I was 21, I moved to Los Angeles and started working and my first movie that I worked on was Hook. Um, And I was a huge Spielberg fan and a huge Robin Williams fan. So to have that be one of my first big movies was like mind-blowing and um I worked for a special effects makeup company uh for the same company for quite a while um and uh it was great I got here and started working right away so I was very lucky
0: oh that's amazing I haven't yeah I've I've seen that movie a long time ago though so I remember I've seen bits of it so what did you do exactly um for that movie what characters
1: Um, so I worked for a company, there was about six of us that worked in the company and we all sculpted and, and, and molded and created the makeups and then went on set. Um, and, uh, we created the mermaids, uh, the tails for the mermaids, the looks for the mermaids. We created the old age look for Dustin Hoffman, uh, when he gets his wig knocked off at the end, uh, we created likenesses of Julia Roberts and Robin Williams that we did on the stunt guys. Because that was before they had digital where they would replace their faces with the actual actors. So they had to look like them for real. So we did a lot of stunt makeups too. So it was a great film. It was huge and it was amazing.
0: Oh, that's really cool. And um, did you like, did you socialize much with the actors like on an offset?
1: I, <clears throat> to be honest with you, it was it was my first big film and I was so damn nervous. I don't even know if I talked to anyone. I just did my job. I just, you <laughs> know, uh, I just go in and and at that point, you know, um, I I was one of a few people that would go on set and and just you know we were just sitting in the corner waiting to be utilized and we would just shut our mouth and do our job so it, we didn't we didn't socialize very much on that one.
0: Okay, well, that's fair <laughs> yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you ever had anything go wrong? Because obviously you're putting on so much makeup and prosthetics on the actors. Has anything ever gone wrong with that?
1: Um. It's not not so much uh, once we get to the point of doing the makeup, usually uh, by that time, if we've probably done a head cast of that actor. So we've already kind of got to know them and got a little bit comfortable with them and have eased them into the makeup, whatever it might be. Um, The problems we've had in the past is every once in a while, somebody having a hard time doing the head cast Uh, Mm -hmm. because it's a little weird and it's a little claustrophobic. So if you kind of get yourself overly anxious it could be a problem. We've had a few stunt guys really um, are the ones that have the most problems, mainly because those guys are so used to being in control of everything they do. And they you kind of have to just sit there and relinquish control to the guys that are working on you. So um, that's really been the only difficult thing for the most part as far as applying um, and having people get through it.
0: And how long does it take usually to get that head cast?
1: Uh, we put a bald cap on and then the time that you're actually under the head cast um, is... Probably only about twenty minutes ish, somewhere in there. Maybe maybe thirty if it's a full head cast, but it's it's not a long long time. And we don't do the straws out the nose. That was a horrible idea. Whoever came up with that, um, we have it down really good and very very quickly um, and very precise. It's a very it's almost like medical.
0: Oh wow, okay, that's really good. Okay, that's not too long, but I can understand no. people who can be claustrophobic. How it would you'd feel kind of. Restrained, and I, because I'm quite, I can get a bit like that as well. So I'd imagine I wouldn't. Yeah. For you to work with.
1: It's it's really uh, important to understand how to talk to your actor while they're under the 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 material, and about calming them down and kind of walking them through the experience of what they're dealing with and what they're feeling, and just kind of it's it's a real mental thing that you got to kind of sometimes coach your actor through just to make them feel comfortable to get through it. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, so you worked on Charmed for, was it five years? Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I came on uh, the year that they switched out Shannon for Rose. Mm -hmm. Um, And the cool thing was I had just worked with Rose on a movie called Monkey Bone. And I did her makeup as Miss Kitty. And she was really cool. She was very, very cool. work with she was very nice to me and then when i showed up on set and she had just been hired to replace shannon Mm -hmm. she came running up to me and gave me a hug and and she was like thank god you guys got this guy and she was really supportive and really cool so my first day of showing up was just really cool to start
0: oh that's really lovely that's nice as well because i feel like going into a kind of an atmosphere that's already been set for a while it's quite nice that you went on you both knew each other so you had that kind of connection yeah
1: yeah, it was nice. And, and she was cool the entire time. I mean, she she was very respectful and I didn't do a lot of makeups on her or the girls in general. It was mainly uh, putting either something on me or putting it on uh, one of, the, you know, one of the actors or backgrounds or whatever. Um, so I, I think the only thing I really did for the most part on the girls was I did a pregnant belly um, mm-hmm. for one of them and, and a few small things, but nothing major on them.
0: Okay, and which episode, so you came in season four, do you remember which episode they brought you in for for the first time?
1: Oh man, I gotta be honest with you, I'm horrible about remembering episodes. I can tell you the characters that I played and maybe you can tell me what episode okay, it is. You can,
0: okay, you can tell me the character.
1: Um, well, it was okay, so it was interesting. Uh, long story short, when I came on board, um, they, I, I was brought on board by a producer named John Perre. And he was one of the greatest producers I've ever worked with in my entire career. That guy was really cool. Um, and I worked with him and another guy named Derek Johansson. And between the two of them, they were my go-to guys for, for the entire run of the show when I came on. And um, I, I'm pretty sure one of the first characters that they they came to me for was the aggressor. I'm pretty sure that was it. And they wanted all these great over-the-top creatures and characters and uh they wanted them very quickly and they didn't have you know a lot of money to spend uh, to build these things because it was television so i took the guys aside and i said hey guys here's the deal i'm a creature performer i'm in a, a company called creature boy i played a lot of werewolves and monsters and all that i showed them my demo reel and i said if you want i already have a full body cast i already have head cast teeth cast lenses i have all of this stuff i can make these creatures on myself and charge and it'll be a lot cheaper and quicker and they're like well let's let's try one i guess and see how it goes so the first one was the aggressor i think and i could be wrong though um but i just remember when i showed up back then i had longer hair and they were like well if you want to play the superhero uh, the, ca- the character's name isn't Captain 80s, so we have to cut your hair, and I went, okay, no problem, no problem, so they chopped my hair off, and um, I got to play the character, and I remember the first day I showed up on set, everyone was really nervous, and then we did the rehearsal. And the producer comes up to me and he, or the director comes up to me and he goes, you know, you can play it a lot more, you know, uh, heavy if you want. And I go, oh, I thought we were just walking through the lines. Let me try it one more time. And then all of a sudden I went into full character and I'm like, you don't want to do it. And I started you know, going into that Batman voice and getting all aggressive and everything. And I saw everyone take a breath and relax. And from that point on, it was smooth sailing. And then I just started playing all of these creatures and it became a running joke in the prelim of going through the things that when you go through the script and it would say creature shows up, they'd all point at me and start laughing. <laughs> so it was fun. I set myself up for a really cool niche and I got to play creatures all throughout uh, all five seasons that I was on board.
0: Mm, that's really cool. And um, in, so if you, if that was your first episode and that was in season five, so not season four, if, I started
1: if- on five, I did five um. through 10.
0: Okay. And, yeah. um, uh, in the episode there's, cause there, I remember there was two aggressors. So there was the one that was a bit more hulked up at the, yeah. end, towards the end of the episode. So
1: yeah.
0: how was that in that suit? I must was, was it, was more padded. How did that work to make you look bigger? You know,
1: you know what? It wasn't even a, it, it's, it was the same suit. Actually. I, I just built this really comfortable. It was so comfortable. Um, kind of like a, a, a muscle buildup spandex suit but it was really tight fitting. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't real big and over the top because I was at that, I was working out the time. So I was already a little bit bigger and just a little bit more on top gave me that real, you know, rippled look. So um, I used that suit. And then what I did was at first when I was the less angry aggressor, I just had the mask like this. Mm-hmm. And then what I did was I created a whole second piece that was a, like almost like a Batman cowl that went all the way down. Mm-hmm. And that was the, and I changed my lenses from purple to red. So yeah. that was the only difference there was, but it just looked much more intense. So it made the whole guy look bigger and, and more powerful, but literally it was just the neck and the eyes.
0: Oh, I see. That's interesting. Cause it, it yeah. does look like the whole kind of body and suit is just completely changed and you're just so much bigger. So that's, um, that's very clever. Well,
1: I also played, I also played him more intense, when I got to that point, like before I was a little bit more, you know, thinking and a little bit more uh, trying to be a, a little bit more in the moment. Whereas when I got to that point, I was a Terminator ready to just attack. So I just kind of yeah. changed my level of energy along with the little things and it seemed to work OK. Yeah.
0: And did you have a lot of fun like playing that character, like being quite aggressive and throwing the girls around and fight scenes? Oh, well,
1: there was one scene in there where I grabbed. Um, Alyssa Alano and I throw her against the wall Mm -hmm. and I took Alyssa right up to that point and then they brought in Alyssa's stunt girl and -hmm. they had her on a wire and and they're like okay as soon as you go to throw her don't actually throw her don't don't touch her foot because you're going to mess up her trajectory and her she'll spin and we don't want that we just want her to go straight into the wall
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: I go yeah no problem so we did the shot and something went wrong with their wiring and she went right over to a a table and crashed on the table and i thought that it had been something that i I had done and i Mm -hmm. freaked out i was so upset Mm because i I just killed the stunt girl and they're like no you didn't do anything it was our wire boom 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 but she ended up going to the hospital and it was like a big it was a nightmare for me because i felt responsible but they assured me i had nothing to do with it and i know i didn't do it because i wasn't even touching her foot but it didn't matter i just felt like i just killed her
0: oh that's awful and yeah I can the imagine... aggressor got too
1: aggressive <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i can i can imagine there'd be a lot of accidents happening on set because there's so many stunts in charmed and there's, there's you know so actually much there on.
1: wasn't there wasn't a lot those guys were really good that was one of the few times i remember and unfortunately it was earlier on i don't remember there being a lot of other accidents after that um but again, I wasn't on set every day, so I don't, you know, I don't know some of the stuff. But their stunt team was really good. Um, that's why the stunts look so good.
0: Yeah, they, they do. They're really great in there. they They always, they're very, they're very realistic looking for the most part. Sometimes you can kind of see some wires on it. Like there are little mm-hmm. things in there, but for the most part, it is always really amazing.
1: They were also really good for the most part of cheating the stunt girls for the actresses. Like you didn't really see a big difference and they got stunt girls that were very close to the look of the actresses so they they took the time to do it right
0: yeah definitely and so when you were on set what was like what was the atmosphere like for you and did you do you have any like funny or entertaining stories from when you were on set
1: um well if a lot of times uh if if it was a partial makeup on an actor and it wasn't going to be a full creature um they would hire an actor and then i would put makeup on that person mm-hmm. but there was one episode where i played a a gremlin character (laughs) um and they had two of them it was supposed to be two brothers Mm -hmm. and so what we came up with was that uh and i shot everything against green screen so what we came up with was the full body makeup uh would look one way actually i have a i have a picture of him right here so it's that Ah! guy right there so the full body, it's in a full creature suit head to toe. Mm -hmm. So what we did is we just changed out the wardrobe that he was wearing and I changed the lens color uh, from yellow to, I think it was orange or something. It was just changing it out mildly. Mm -hmm. And then I would play both characters. But the problem was, is I had to do one character and then change out in the same piece and play Mm -hmm. the character opposite it. So I had to keep changing out the lenses over Mm -hmm. and over and over. And the lens girl got panicked because apparently I was at a point where I had broken the record of how many times you switch out lenses in a day. And I had to sign a waiver saying that it was okay for them to keep doing it. mm -hmm. And they had a whole rest of the day to shoot. So I think at the end of the day, and then the, the rep from the, from the lens place came out and it was like this whole big deal because I was doing something that should never be done. And yeah. it came out that I, and there's scleral lenses. There's a big giant lenses and they have to take them out, put them in, take them out. Apparently I broke the record. Uh, it was like 27 times in one day mm-hmm. and I didn't, I thought it was okay. But the next day I, I woke up and it was like, I couldn't see anything. It was like mm-hmm. being in a pool with chlorine and coming out and seeing everything all mm-hmm. white and fuzzy. So it, it did a little bit of damage, but luckily I got through the whole day and was able to do it and they got everything they needed. And it was a blast to play, it was worth it. I would do it again, anytime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's scary though, that having was, that, yeah. you know, that's a um, bit of a blur, but that's good that, it's, yeah. that it healed and that, that's fine, but- um, It only
1: lasted three days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> three days, okay. Three days, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure this wasn't the intention for the gremlin characters, but I, I found them so cute. <laughs> it probably wasn't your intention, but I found them so no, cute. No, it, it was.
1: It was, okay. Absolutely, they were supposed to be whimsical and fun and you had to love mm-hmm.
0: them. You know, I thought they were really cute and I thought it was just, I think one of my favorite scenes is when you're like running backwards on the, um, I'm assuming it was a treadmill, but it was yeah. the, like, the, uh, in the factory that <laughs> I thought yeah. that was really funny.
1: Well, that wasn't easy because <laughs> I had big, big creature feet and they actually had a treadmill going really fast. I'm trying to run backwards and I'm like, man, if I fall, not only is it going to hurt, but I'm going to look really stupid. So luckily, somehow I was able to, to do it. But that was a little a little bit of a challenge.
0: Mm, it was it was really it was really well done. And I'm assuming then if you were really tired, that because when the gremlin's running backwards, you can kind of hear some um, <laughs> like exhaustion in him. I'm assuming that was real then
1: uh probably i think so yeah yeah
0: oh that and do you have out of all the characters you created on charm do you have a favorite
1: um well there was one character i i love playing the aggressor that was that was the most fun because it was who wouldn't want to play an angry superhero yeah um uh there was one character that i played that was um an interesting character i think i have a picture of him too he was um kind of a faceless guy uh he only had um eyes no no mouth or anything it's this guy right here
0: oh yeah i think he was a a cool the the creeper or something yes Mm
1: -hmm. i think so and uh it was the problem was is that it was a full head um and they had no nose or mouth holes so I couldn't legally put anyone in this makeup but myself. And I had to sign a waiver because she couldn't breathe in it. <laughs> so I put a little tube in my mouth and I had the tube string down out my jacket. So I was breathing through this little tiny tube the entire time. And everyone was so freaked out because because when I told them what I was, what I had to do to make this character work, they're like, we can't cover that with insurance. We can't have an actor come in and know that they're not gonna be able to breathe. No one will do that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so I jumped in and did it. And it was, it was a trick. Uh, Cause I, what I had to do was if I breathed if I breathed in too hard, it would suck in the, the mask and I would get no air at all. Mm-hmm. So I had to keep my heart rate down so that I could breathe really slow and really just low. Yeah. And uh, I pulled it off. I was in the makeup for, you know, five hours, I think. So, um, but that was a trick. That was a little tough
0: too. that that sounds really that sounds awful honestly that's another five hours in that i'm really happy you didn't pass out
1: (laughs) yeah i will i'll show you this guy this is this was one of my favorite makeups too because i ended up becoming a longtime friend with this guy and he's like my brother now this makeup
0: oh yeah that's zach yeah
1: zach ward uh i met zach that day um when i came into the uh to the makeup trailer he was on the phone sitting in the chair on the phone with a friend and he made some really rude comment about me when I walked in and I'd never met him and I'm just like wow what a jerk <laughs> and then I look at him and he hangs up the phone and I said something really rude back to him and we both looked at each other like we were going to kill each other mm-hmm. and then he goes we're going to be best friends aren't we and I go <laughs> maybe <laughs> and sure as heck we became best friends that guy I've we've been buddies ever since so that that was a a funny day because he just you know zach is a really crass guy but he's funny as hell so um that was a fun makeup because i got to put that that kind of lizard makeup on him for a couple of days and we we became good friends during that time
0: oh that's really lovely that's really cool have um so i how many then if you can remember how much like who have you done on the show like can you remember like the characters <laughs>
1: Uh, I can show you, i I got a bunch of pictures I can show you. So this is another character I played. That was a two headed
0: uh, demon character. Demon. Yes.
1: So I played that and then they digitally put another head on me mm-hmm. and I switched out my makeup for that second head. Um, and then let's see, I showed you that, uh, I did these pirate characters. I don't know if you guys remember that episode. Yes. Um, uh, I did a really fun makeup on, uh, Billy Zane. Billy Zane makeup. Um, Let's see. What else? They brought in.
0: Cyrano. He was Cyrano. Cyrano. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They brought in this lady. uh, I think her name's Dana from a news channel. And they asked me to make her up as a creature. And then they did this whole thing on the news about her being made into a creature. So I made her into this thing. Oh,
0: yeah. I remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, Let's see. What else? Uh, Oh, and then I. So I had. I had worked on the movie, The Passion of the Christ during uh, the time I was still working on Charmed, And I played a, a character in The Passion of the Christ called the demon, or the Judas demon. Mm-hmm. And the, the producers came up and they said, oh my God, that thing, that makeup is so cool. And they said, we have this weird head creature demon thing. Um, is, can you make something in the zone of what you did for The Passion of the Christ? And I'm like, yeah, I can, I can make it different enough, but make it something you know that feels kind of the same. So I made this character... Oh. that i played uh that was kind of like a vision character i don't know that you could see him very well mm, um
0: it's terrifying <laughs> that's quite terrifying that character
1: right right and then yeah. there were these guys
0: yes the oh
1: the Mantic- manticores i think manticores
0: yes and yeah. I forgot Leaver. the name, and I'm ashamed. Yes, those were
1: really cool makeups. I didn't play those characters; those were someone else. And then I became friends also with I. I ended up doing this character, and we we ended up becoming friends. Um, a girl named Nikki Bartalo who played the uh, elf, elf nanny. nanny. Yeah. Um, and who else? Uh, oh, and then so here's one of my all-time favorite makeups. You barely saw it because it was a ghost character, mm-hmm. but it's the only makeup I've ever made where it actually creeped me out um and when i was sitting there doing the makeup on the girl i was in her face kind of doing something and she was just going like this and all of a sudden she goes (sighs) and it gave me chills because she looked so damn creepy um but you barely saw her but it was this character
0: oh yes i remember that character Mm -hmm. yeah they were really creepy yeah you could see you could see in the episode i mean they were Oh, she was obviously like transparent with all the effects. But yeah, you could see she was she was terrifying.
1: Yeah, it was if you if they showed her a little bit more,
0: mm-hmm. uh, it was she was a it was the phantasm.
1: Yeah, right, right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, there was there were so many uh you know, we did a bunch of demons and bars and and characters elves. Um I did some troll characters on some uh, uh guy named Arturo Gill. Uh mm-hmm. that was really fun too. And and the great thing was is after about the third character that I made for the show in the first season I was with them on season five, they just gave me all kinds of freedom Mm because they trusted me. And I just, I would just do a design and they wouldn't like micromanage me or nothing. And I'd show up and they were always happy. And it was just by far the best TV show I've ever worked on. Mm.
0: That sounds like so much fun. It sounds like you had a really great, positive experience on there. And it's nice that you had all that freedom to just kind of do what you wanted with the characters and it's it's nice as well to know which characters you created because I think a lot of us know characters you played but we don't actually get to know which characters you have created the looks for so I think it's nice to actually right. get to know that because I looked right. online and I can't find anything about that I can see who you played but I don't know who you created
1: right right yeah there's so many and I, I don't even I have I went through an old folder and found a bunch of pictures of like, um, and I totally forgot that I'd made these characters until I'd seen these pictures. Um, there was a unicorn in one episode and I made the horse's unicorn, oh, <laughs> which was kind horror. of a weird thing. Um, there was a clown episode where there was like a creepy clown guy and he had a clown doll. Uh, <laughs> we did the makeup on the guy and we actually created the, the clown doll.
0: Um, oh, So we
1: got to do some of the props that, that would work also in that world. Um uh I'm trying to think what else. There was a beast character that we mm-hmm. uh did the makeup for on that. Um I'm trying well, to I'm think. actually
0: curious though, for the for the beast, was it the actor? Was it the actual actor who played the beast in the costume or was it someone else?
1: It actually was the actor, yes.
0: It was the actor. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it was cool too because they would they would have me sometimes work with the actors that were gonna be in full makeup. Mm-hmm. because, um, I had been, I played so many creatures and have been in so many makeups that they could literally abuse the hell out of me. And I wouldn't say a word. And it was, you know, because I got through it. It's a job. You just, mm-hmm. you got to get through it. And then they would have me work with the actors to make sure that I could help them get through it too, because it's a tough process. And as much as you can, you need to kind of in between shots, when you're not working, you kind of need to conserve your energy and almost meditate and just relax. If yeah. you go around and do stuff and all that, not only does it start to mess up the makeup, but it, it makes you tired. So by the time you have to perform on camera, you don't have the energy that you would have if you had just chilled out, especially in something really heavy and big, you know? So um, I would work with the actors and every once in a while they'd have me work with them and figure out body language for them to be that character and just kind of work with them um, as a as a coach on being a demon or a creature. <laughs> Well, so you it seem to be
0: very skilled at that. I mean, every character you played was amazing. So I'm sure you were a good coach.
1: <laughs> I, I appreciate that. It was, you know, it's important too that you don't do the same thing over and over. Like you, mm-hmm. you got to create something different about every character, some physical nuance that they, that they have about them or posture or attitude or something that makes them unique rather than just doing the same thing over and over. So that was the challenge was to, to have a different attitude and, and personality for each character that I was playing.
0: Mm-hmm. and working with the actors so you said you became you know very close with zach and um i'm sorry what was the nanny elf's uh her name? name was nikki nikki and did you form any other close bonds with any other actors you worked with
1: um you know there's i mean like i i there's been a couple actors that yeah i've, I've become friends with a lot of them like that i knew before they came on the show mm-hmm. like there's a guy named big dave who always plays an ogre or a giant or something. And I'd worked with Dave a lot. So, I mean, you, we've been friends, you know, even before the show and continued to be friends. Um, I actually had uh, lunch with Brian Krause a few years back. I just called him out of the blue and said, hey, dude, we need to just hang out. Let's just hang out. Lunch is on me. And we went and had lunch and just caught up. Uh, it was great to talk to him. Um, I haven't really talked to the girls. Uh, I don't really, I didn't really, to be honest with you, I, I kept it very professional. I didn't try to overextend myself and it was funny because I remember I don't remember which one it was but I just remember being really embarrassed because there was an article that came out in a in a French magazine about Charmed and the biggest picture in there was the aggressor and I remember I I think it was Rose maybe but I remember one of them throwing the magazine in front of me and going what the hell (laughs) and I go I'm sorry I'm sorry I had nothing to do with it And they're like they just started laughing they're like just kidding just kidding it's awesome it's awesome but You know, I was kind of a joke on set because I was a goof. I was the monsters, the makeup guy and whatever else you want to throw at me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. But that's nice, you know. It's nice to just joke around and have a good time on set. And that's really cool that you, you know, became friends with Brian and, you know, good with the cast members.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's really important uh, for, it's really important, at least for what I was doing, to keep it very positive and really upbeat. And just make it easy for the production and you know i would i would crank out these monsters that would should cost lots and lots of money and lots of time but i just had all accessible to me so i just made it real easy for everybody as much as i could and just try to be you know um fill as many gaps as i could just because i enjoyed jumping around and doing a bunch of stuff so Mm -hmm. it was good it was fun for me i had a blast and everyone was really cool definitely one of the best experiences in my career
0: And I think as well, it's nice. I think Charmed as well is quite, it's not a very intense. So, I mean, it can be intense at some points, but it's quite an upbeat already show. So I feel like the atmosphere on set would be as well quite nice and fun and upbeat, you know, as compared to something like, let's say, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is really intense and just very, you know, quite dark.
1: Yeah. And they held on to the same crew. When I came on uh, in season five, I don't, think they switched anyone out from season five to season 10 so we all we were very close and you know we were always really ha- happy and, and thankful every time they said yep we're on for another season and it just mm-hmm. kept going and going and going I was like wow this is fantastic I'm mean, you know we're four or five years into this now um so yeah we we were all very helpful to each other uh, the entire crew there was a, a lady named Nono who was the head of makeup and she was the sweetest lady in the world and she was fantastic and the wardrobe and I had to interact with these guys a lot because wardrobe was always a part of the creatures, you know, and, and sometimes, uh, makeup will be in there somehow too. So it was important to have good relationships with these guys because you all had to interact and, and work together as a team. And they did. And that's why it was, that's why it looked the way it did. Mm.
0: And were you, were you there for the, um, for the last day of shooting or did you leave or you, were you there for the yeah. finale? Yeah. Oh, what was that like on the last day on set? Was it quite sad? everybody crying?
1: You know there's only t- I've been on the se- I've been on the last day of sets of a few projects, and there's only two that I remember because because they kind of meant something to me because I spent so much time and it was so such a, a big thing. Uh, the last day I sat on charmed was was bittersweet. It was mm-hmm. great because we got you know so many years out of it. But it was hard. It was like the end of high school. Yeah. You know, you're, you're saying goodbye to all your friends. The only other show that I remember being on the set of at the end of it and feeling the same way was Friends. I was on Friends a lot. And, and uh, it was just it's just, you know, it's hard because you hope that the people that you work with, you get to work with again because it was so much fun.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. I think yeah. that's really nice as well that you were there for that last day because you were obviously such a big part of, you know, I'm charmed.
1: And and they were really cool too. I mean, they they did magazine articles on me, and they were like, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of making. They were. It was funny that I was playing the characters I was making, and they actually they they did one article, and it 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 said SFX appeal, but it looked like it said sex. (laughs) Oh, "Oh that's the one you sent
0: me. Oh, I actually thought it said sex appeal. I didn't read the I I didn't see it was X, and I was like, well, I mean. You were a good looking character. I mean, you were a hot character.
1: Oh, so. no, thank you. But yeah, no, that, that the joke was that I was the makeup guy playing these characters. So it was kind of funny when they would do the article and like that. And I'm like, that's that's really cool. And they, they promoted me really well. And it was great. They were so good to me. Um, and it was so cool to, to go to the roundtable meetings downtown with everybody, you know, all the heads and everything and, and watch them put the whole thing together. So it was, it was a great learning experience for me because I'm now a filmmaker also. So I, I learned a lot about, uh, how to, how to film really good stuff quickly and, and systematically by being on that show.
0: Mm. And, um, is there a particular character that you created that you're like, very proud of besides like the aggressor, like for one of the other actors?
1: Um, uh, I, I, I remember being really excited about the Manticore character because, because it was a full-body makeup. And we, we, I sculpted one version of that makeup and we were using it for two different guys. And because the guys looked different, the makeup kind of shifted and looked different. So mm-hmm. I remember the Manticore being one of my favorite because it was such an extensive makeup and they looked really cool. And it was kind of my version of a Sleestack. Uh, which was an old character from an old TV show called Land of the Lost, uh, and they had mentioned they wanted something kind of lizardy looking and kind of like a cross between the sleestacks and Enemy Mine, which was a character, a, a movie a long, long time ago with a lizardy alien alien character. So uh, that was a really fun one. That was probably one of my favorites
0: that was a really that was a really cool one I I love that episode and I love those characters and yeah. um, the makeup yeah it's just incredible it's very you know it's very realistic looking like
1: and, and I I always whenever I would be in makeup I would bring in my team of people and I always had a team of people around me I was not the person doing all of these by myself so mm-hmm. that everyone knows this is always a team effort and I was very lucky to have uh the quality of of makeup artists helping me on a weekly basis so I it, it always is a team effort so mm-hmm.
0: so that you that's know. <laughs> very nice that's very nice to hear I like that I like that you give credit where credit is due <laughs> I think that's yeah. very important to appreciate yeah. people around you who help you
1: absolutely
0: 100% and um with that character I'm, I'm assuming it was definitely a CGI like the, this kind of lizard tongue that wasn't like makeup or anything was that
1: No, that was CG. They had a a group that uh, did all the CG stuff and it was great because I would interact with them also. We would figure out, you know, sometimes I would give them an actual uh, fake tongue that they would like scan or somehow use as for texture or whatever. And then they would do a digital version that looked like what I gave them, Um, but did stuff that I could never do mechanically. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, it was really cool. They did a a lot of digital combinations with some of the characters.
0: And was that... um... Was that, would you say, was that one of like the longest um, processes it took you to get that character's makeup on? Or have you had ones that have taken, like, what's the longest process you've had on the show?
1: Uh, That might have been it because there was very little wardrobe. We had to do legs, arms, and the entire chest was an appliance on the actor. The entire chest and shoulders were, was a giant appliance and then a huge neck and then hands and all that. So it was a, it was a probably the biggest makeup that we did on the show and we had to do two of them um so we had i think four or five people uh in the makeup trailer uh, doing these makeups um it was a big one um but it looked really cool and it worked really well so you know you don't know going into this if the makeup's going to work on the second guy it might work on the first guy and a lot of times you don't get to do head casts on these actors because the time is too fast. So I would have to pull a pre-existing head cast, not even knowing who the actor was going to be and just hope I could make it work. Um, yeah. But for some reason it always did. So I just got lucky.
0: <laughs> and did you get to watch a lot of these scenes being shot?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I would go on set and just watch because I was, I was always I was, uh, prepping myself to be my a filmmaker. So I would sit there and just study, uh, everything and kind of watch what worked and what didn't work. And just, uh, I just loved being on set. I just loved the energy and absorbing it and watching it. Um, so I, yeah, I, and plus, you know, I had to be there every single makeup we ever did. I had to be there to make sure that it was ready and touch-ups and everything was good for every camera shot.
0: And have you, so since you were on set watching, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you've actually watched Charmed, so I don't know, but do you know of any scenes that were um, shot that didn't make, like make the cut on the show?
1: Um, I don't remember anything specifically. Um, If, if the creatures were not on set for the most part, I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there were days when I wouldn't go on set because they didn't have any creatures shooting. Um, So there was a lot that I didn't see. So I don't really know if there was anything major that was shot and they were like, Oh, geez, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember hearing about that. They were pretty systematic. I mean, they had, they had it all together. They, you know, they would uh, do one show while they're prepping another show and it was a constant revolving of, of one show into the next, into the next, into the next. So while we were on the show, we were shooting, we were prepping for the next episode. So it was It was pretty well organized.
0: Okay, that's really good.